0: Welcome to Level Up, the podcast that's dedicated to the higher education community that brings you countless stories of employees, students, and the faculty's journey in this remote world we live in. We will explore the many adversity that each one of us experience and share our story to inspire and inform. This is your host, Dr. Leland, a serial educator, an opportunities designer, and a compassionate leader. Hello listeners, today I have a special guest. Her name is Penny and she'll introduce herself in a minute and she is one of the many students that you will hear here in our podcast as an inspiration to everyone. Penny, welcome to Level Up. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Good, 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 good. Now, can you um, tell me a little bit of background about yourself?
1: Yes. Um, my name is Penny, and I am a mom to two children, Joshua, 21, and Gracie, 19. Um, I just recently started working as a bookkeeper at a local Christian school, and the big thing is, is I'll be 50 next Thursday on March 3rd, mm-hmm. and... I <laughs> know that, that blows me away. How did I get here? I mean, really. And um, so and, and this is my second time going to college. The first time was in 1990. Um, I attended the University of Kentucky and I went to school to be a speech pathologist. And then um, in 1995, I got married to my high school sweetheart and we had our first child, which was Joshua in 2000. And then Gracie came in 2002. Um, In 2015, I became a divorced, middle-aged mom to two new teens, and um, life was tough, and it was about to get really tough for the next several years. And then in 2018, when my oldest was responsible enough um, to drive, um, I allowed him to take his sister and himself to school and to sports and to appointments and that freed me up to be able to get a job so in 2018 in the fall I got a job and um as an administrative assistant which is what I love to do and I was actually doing bookkeeping to assist the administrator so it was an administrative assistant job but just not like what I thought it was and then um and I just fell in love with things like journal entry and reconciling numbers and then of course covid hit and i was just a luxury they couldn't afford so they let me go and then shortly after the thought crossed my mind to go farther with my desire of accounting pretty much and I I had posted on Facebook what I was thinking. And you know how Facebook can be. Everybody just gives you all kinds of good advice. <laughs> and so I posted that on Facebook. And a, a friend from church who actually worked at A&U in the um, admin, um, oh, what, student admissions office, she had actually sold me on A&U. So in September of 2021, I started in the business administration accounting program to get my bachelor's degree and it has been a journey it's been orchestrated by God and it has been one great experience after another and it truly has exceeded my expectations and I'll actually graduate in June I think June of
0: 2023 Woohoo! that is so amazing what an amazing journey right
1: yes it's been it's been great
0: yeah it's just life you know you take a turn from one to the other, so this is great. One door closes, another opens.
1: absolutely, yeah,
0: what do you like about school?
1: Um I like to learn anything and everything, and to me, knowledge is power, and knowing something today that I didn't yesterday gives me a great deal of satisfaction and it's like it's like I'm in a perpetual game of um, trivia, and I want to be prepared anytime somebody asks me a question about anything except for sports <laughs> and probably photography. <laughs> but I want to be prepared to answer those questions.
0: That's awesome. Now, what if Amy would you like your teachers to know about you? That's like something relatable to their experience. What do you think?
1: Um, well. I want them to know that I'm serious about learning what they are teaching, and I respect that they have authority during that course, and I want to be an encouragement and a help to them alongside them instructing me and pushing me to succeed in their class.
0: That's amazing. That's really positive. You know, other students just want to say, well, I want them to know that I have life after after academia, after that one hour of live Zoom, and I want to just go to sleep, you know? So that's really amazing. Um, thank you for giving me that information. But what do you think your professors should do in order to keep their students, such as yourself, um, engaged in their classroom?
1: Well, um, he or she should have some or a lot of energy. Anything above zero will do. And talk to the students and don't read to them. Don't read at them. And take a breath every once in a while and allow the student to ask a question <laughs> without feeling like, oh my goodness, I just interrupted the whole class. It's, it's just terrible. And, um, and and even when it's pertinent, like which is a lot for accounting, um, work a problem or two that's similar to the homework so we can see you know we can watch and learn and see what's going on because for me personally I learned best by reverse engineering so watching those problems being taught or worked out is is big for me
0: okay so especially in accounting when you're dealing with numbers right debits and credits and all that It's really important for students like yourself to kind of see, rather than read the theory, but see how it works and the formula and the debits and credits and how they're reversed. Is that what you're trying to say?
1: Exactly, yes.
0: Awesome. What makes you feel inspired when you're in school?
1: Okay, this is going to sound really nerdy, but um, learning begets more learning, and that is so inspiring to me because the more I learn, the more I want to learn.
0: Oh, that's amazing.
1: the more A's I get, the more A's I want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want more of those A's. (laughs) Um, That's so true. Um, If you could tell your teachers or professors one thing that would make you stay engaged and participate in the classroom, what would it be?
1: Um, Let us know that we are important and that you care about us learning and will do everything in your power to help us succeed. Um, treat us as individuals, and make time for our questions and concerns. Be adaptable and don't follow the guidelines to a T.
0: That's true. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. Um I don't think I've had you in my class yet, but I definitely don't follow the guidelines to a T for sure. Um I'm a I'm a weird teacher. I'm a different type of breed of teacher. I understand students have a life after, you know, academia, so I keep sometimes I give my students a little leeway on redoing uh, an assignment or two, you know. So that's true. Yeah. That's true.
1: And you mentioned um, life after academia, and I guess one thing that I really appreciate um, about a lot of the professors is that a lot of them have full time jobs, mm-hmm. and so and some of them are going to school themselves mm-hmm. for their math or doctorate. So knowing that they know what it's like to have to work and then go to school, they they are sympathetic to that. They know what it's like so they're not like oh no you've got to read these six chapters and have a 10 page report by tomorrow they know that's not possible so
0: yeah that's,
1: that's also a good thing about the professors
0: yeah i actually i'm in that boat um i'm getting my master's in cyber security and you know i teach a lot of classes and i have kids and dogs and family you know how that goes and so i understand that's why i give them a little leeway especially if like yourself they, they really want to learn Um, And they want to do better for themselves, and I appreciate that when they try their best to do that. Um, How did COVID change your life?
1: Well, um, I lost my job in March of 2020, and then I got it back in April, and then um, I was permanently let go in July. Now, saying that I loved my job was an understatement. I looked forward to going there Every day and at night, it wasn't like, oh, i got to get up and go to work in the morning. It was like, oh, I get to go to sleep because I get to go to work in the morning. <laughs> I, loved I loved it that much. And also, it was the first job i would had since my first child was born in 2000. So, for 18 years, I've been a stay-at-home mom. And, and any, any mom will know whether you stay at home or what. That is a full-time job in itself. So, due to the unfortunate events that happened because of divorce... It was the first time I was able to be freed up to be able to be employable. So, but, however, it wasn't for losing my job. If it wasn't for losing my job, I would not have realized what I love to do, and I would not have started back to my journey to go to school. And I would say another thing about COVID that is kind of, I don't know, this is kind of cheesy, but I love curbside pickup because, now you can get any food you want, and it doesn't have to be just fast food, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to get out of the car to go pick it up. So that's that's kind of a luxury thing,
0: yeah. That's something positive, right? And also, um, I also like the fact that, like you said, it's not just um, a drive through thing anymore, restaurants do it now too to, to stay competitive, um, right. in that market. They have to make sure that they're catering to those trends. That's the new trend, right. And now that COVID yeah. is slowly dissipating, hoping that they're back to normal. We'll never be back to normal. <laughs> um, no. This is kind of the new normal, right? Um, and
1: I'm this new normal. I can ad- I can adapt to that pretty good.
0: Me too. I-, I do, except for the mask thing. I don't know if I can. It's just hot here in California. Sometimes I just can not do it. You know, like my makeup will be melting while I'm do- having this mask on my face. <laughs>
1: And it's like, what's the purpose of even buying cute lipstick
0: anymore? I know, just eyeliner. That's pretty much all you can do. (laughs) All right, Penny, what is the most challenging thing for you in the classroom?
1: The most challenging thing for me would be to not talk and socialize with everybody. because, Because when you're in a program like this, like mine, you tend to have classes each term with the same people, and then you know you interact with the professor. And depending upon depending upon the professor, of course, you know it's um it's a little less stuffy. It can be more. It's more fun, and uh, and so I like to socialize and talk with everybody. But I know I can't, of course, because there's there's learning to be done and. The Professor has to teach, and he or she doesn't need me asking everybody how their day went, and all that you know. But, um, but yeah, I would say, you know, tongue in cheek the fun, the hardest thing is for me to not want to socialize, but um, yeah,
0: and just take one hour to just ask everybody how they're doing, right? I actually do that. <laughs>
1: But you know, you probably know this too. When we were in school, we were told you're not here to socialize; you're here to learn. So I have to remember in my in the back of my mind, Pity, you're here to learn, not to socialize. And um, and I know when I was in high school, I had a teacher who told me, "Pity, I think you just talk just to hear yourself talk." <laughs> I'm like, in the back of my mind, I'm like, am I really doing that or, you know,
0: what is it? We're just really sociable people. That's what I do. And and so in my class, actually, I take every single class 10 minutes to ask my students, how was your work today? How was travel? How's life? How's your COVID going on? You know, some of them have that. And I wanted to connect with them and just see what they're doing because they're people too. Um, so, but not other teachers do that, but I do, I always give time at least 10 minutes of my, each class of my live zooms and ask my students how they're doing, because that's how I connect with them. Um, so yeah.
1: And I look forward to being in one of your classes someday.
0: Me too. I can't wait. (laughs) See if we get things done, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Oh man. Um, how do you stay inspired to do well in your classes?
1: Um, accountability, my children are watching and, you know, they're both in college. And so, um, I want them to, I want them to be challenged by me. I want them to try to outdo me. Like they can't be outdone by me or, you know, that kind of funny thing. But, um, they are proud of me and maybe a little impressed, um, that their mom is doing well in school and knows actual stuff that we can converse about. Um also I do everything in my power to not get discouraged because I can lose hope easy and that could cause me to give up. Um I've come further than I ever imagined even from just 2 years ago. Um and to be honest I'm actually blown away by what I've accomplished and all that I've learned um cuz I'm learning who I am and after years of thinking so low of myself And at 50 years old, um, I'm finally gaining confidence in myself. And I know that I'm capable of doing whatever I dream of.
0: That's such an inspiring and heartfelt. And I can tell from deep inside that um, you really have realized the potential that you could do to change. And someday maybe a mentor to somebody. Um, and definitely a mentor and a role model to your kids today so you're you're creating and making your own human and watching their mom to something that they can be proud of moving forward so thank you so much for for um, giving me giving me that boost as well as I have two kids myself so thanks Penny
1: you're welcome and they're watching you go to school and be an instructor so Kudos to you.
0: <laughs> yeah, balancing act, right? Right. All right. You have to believe in yourself and no one will. Um, yeah. What would you like to add to this interview um, to inspire and inform other students, other professors, anyone really who's listening to our podcast?
1: Um, I think 99% of the time the instructors enjoy what they're teaching. So, being engaged and asking questions gives them an opportunity to know us a little better, and it enables them to talk about what they are, what they enjoy. But teaching it, they obviously like it and know it, so it gives them an opportunity to talk about what they enjoy about what they do, and um, I think just realizing that our our worst enemy is what we choose to believe about ourselves. Whether it's good, that's that's a good thing, you can go as far as you want, but if you think bad of yourself, you're stopping. And, and even if you don't feel like it, say out loud so that your ears can, so it can go through your brain and say out loud the positive things about yourself that you want. Even if you're not that right now, say it out loud so that your brain will hear it and you can become that.
0: Yeah, that's a really good um, way to talk to your subconscious mind um, until you believe it and when you're at 100% there because sometimes we want to stay positive, right? But there are days where you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know if I can keep going, right? I don't know what's happening. Uh, Everything's spiraling out. But like you said, if you say it out loud, like really believe in what you're saying until your subconscious takes it in, And then you can be at that at 100%, maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after tomorrow. But I think if you keep going and you keep believing in yourself, um, you'll be there. Life is amazing if you really choose it to be, right?
1: That's right. I agree.
0: That's awesome. Well, there you go, everyone who's listening to this. This is Penny. Hopefully, her story inspired you today. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for your time today, Penny.
1: You're
0: welcome. It was good to hear from you. All right. Hold on one second. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. If you want to be a guest on my podcast or have questions, email me at levelupbydocleland at gmail.com. Doc spells D-O-C-L-E-Y-L-A-N-D at gmail.com. I will see you soon in my next episode. Stay connected, informed, and inspired. Until next time.